the Shep Nas Podcast begins now. Welcome to Shep Nas Podcast. My name is Carter Kraft, and I'm here with all my friends that went to NYC with me, and we're going to talk about the third and fourth day of the um, conference. The conference, yeah. Great job! Great job! Great job. Okay, guys. Great job. Preparing the past two days. For the past Time for school. Two days. Uh, and um, yeah, so. Uh, we had. Oh wait, we forgot to talk about the surprise concert on Friday night. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, you know what, Carter, take it away. Okay. Yes. So, <laughs> that was your favorite. Okay, okay. So, Austin needs to be here for this. Zach oh yeah. Williams, guys, look at look and look, blessing look at blessing offer. Blessing offer. Slash, he's gonna be at Sunfest at Mount Vernon. They were. They did a crossover too. Blessing offering and Zach Williams did a did a crossover event. It was like it was like the MCU. But for music, <laughs> Jesus, music. <laughs> Jesus Music Country Awards, guys. What so is this? Across I don't know. Where did you come Okay, Zach Williams. I am now a country rock uh, guy. That's also that also does yeah, Christian but what about music. For King and Country. King and Country was okay, but Zach Williams, okay. <laughs> I we just made all have opinions. After the after the thing. After the thing. I, I listened to it for about three hours. I swear I was playing Minecraft and I was like, I'm gonna turn on some Zach Williams. And I listened for like three hours. I don't know how you had any energy to go back and play Minecraft. <laughs> After I was dead back, to the world. Uh, no, not the first day. I was like this weekend. I was like Zach Williams. Oh, I thought you meant like no having the console. And then now I have to look up Zach Williams uh, um, CDs because I want some for my car. My car doesn't have Bluetooth. What's a CD? My, my car doesn't have Bluetooth. <laughs> With a hole in it. It's like a donut, but it's not for me. It's like a donut. Do you know what the video tape is? No, um, I thought the VHS. That uh blessing offer was really good. Like it was like good. I have that in my playlist now. It's just so good. Yeah. So Saturday, day three. Uh we started out with Pastor Jason Ballard. He is from Canada. Um, he brought us a message that we kind of started like sneaking into in our last episode. So let's talk about um, what Pastor Jason talked about. Let's go to school. Well, shoot. It definitely made you feel convicted because it made you really think about, you know, where, like most of our days during the school year are, you know, we don't really see much of our family and we're kind of, we don't see much of our church friends either. So we could, we kind of are led to be the ministers in our schools mm-hmm. because they don't have those. Yeah, <laughs> one of the, the thing he said was um, when you walk into school, like as a teenager, you don't think about the fact that if you're like a Christian and you're a believer, that you're walking in with, with God, you're yeah. walking in with Jesus. Like as soon as you open the doors and you walk inside of the school, Jesus is in that school mm-hmm. too. And you are, you are the representation mm-hmm. of Jesus, and you have to act like that. So, mm-hmm. like we talked about going through our days and like not just going through the motions, not trying to avoid like yeah. the people with like worldly views and like not getting into arguments and stuff. But when we think about the fact that Jesus is walking into school with us, mm-hmm. we kind of have to like back him up because. To someone who doesn't want to see that point of view, they're not going to see it without you. Like you are the face of that. 
and he talked about reading or looking through his yearbook at night and like flipping to a random page and just praying for the people on that page. Yeah. Um, and like trying to plant the seed in people who don't really think they want it. Mm-hmm. He, he also asked the question, uh, if Jesus, well, he, he talked about how his school was um he had like this big cafeteria and all like the different like like a movie but like there's like cliques in schools and stuff like jocks and uh band kids and all that like what he he asked the question if jesus walked into your school like right now what table would he go to first Mm -hmm. which which i think is the hardest question to even think about because I don't know, like, would he go to the people that are, like, hurting the most? Because cause we all, we have, we have like, people in mind when we think of, like, people that are hurting in our lives. Or would he go to, like, the people that are believers and be like, hey, get off your butts and go help the people that are hurting? It's it's kind of like a weird question because because we don't really know the, the answer because he— but like the but we kind of ha- like AJ said we kind of have to be the we we are like the we're not the Jesus of the school but like we are we are like the messengers for Jesus mm-hmm. uh, if that yeah. makes sense uh. yeah I love the way he said it like we are the pastors of our school yeah. but I feel like I know just me like especially I try to get through the school day so fast I'm in. I've got, you know, like my set, two or three friends, and then I'm out and I'm on to homework. And it's just like, but like, if you take a minute and I mean, yeah, even like what he did, just like go through your yearbook or even like even be nicer to people. Like I know when I'm at school, it's like it's AirPods in and it's like the only time I'm taking them out is during class when the teacher's explaining something. And it's like, I mean... Like we are exa- exactly what Carter said, we're we're the pastors of this, of this school. It's like people aren't gonna find Jesus in a church building. Sometimes we have to, like we have to like, just like do that. It's also when we think about going to church, and we're we're thinking about the building, like we're going to church, but the building is just a building. Mm-hmm. The people are the church. Mm-hmm. We have to bring the church to school. Jason said this. He said, hope, joy, and love are meant to overflow so that we can bring justice to others. Mm-hmm. And yes. then kind of the the wrap-up of his sermon that um, was this. It says, the river of Jesus wants to come into your school like he did into Jericho. The arrival of Christ changes the outsider in that encounter. The moment brings repentance, a change in action, and true embrace. So be intentional at your school and the places that God has allowed you to be because you are sent there and you invite others into that place with Jesus. And the story he shared really spoke to me um, about his friend in Mm. high school who was getting bullied like really badly by this other girl. And she went home crying almost every day because this girl said some nasty things to her. Um, And then one day she wrote a note to the her to her bully saying, um, like, I'm a follower of Jesus. Um, I forgive you. I don't think this is, like, I think you're meant for more. Like, st- something along the lines of that. Yeah. And then she handed the bully and the note. 
And in the moment, the bully, she was like making fun of her because she wrote her a note. And then later on, the bully came to know Christ. And now they're like lifelong friends. And I thought that was really cool how you're Jesus in your school, like no matter to who. That afternoon, we got to be a part of what we called the experience. And the idea, the yes. Stretch Dean, man. We love Stretch. Stretch Dean, dude. Such a good guy, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Stretch. Um, So the idea behind the experience is what we we are a part of in the arena atmosphere is this big, Mm over-the-top, flashing lights and loud music. The idea behind the experience is that it was to kind of draw us back a little bit and give us a little more contemplative look at what it looks like to overflow with God's love. So let's talk about your experience at the experience. Um, what are some things that you remember that you kind of take away from that? The so if you guys didn't know the whole the whole everything was about overflowing, mm-hmm. and and so they talked about uh, God overflowing in your life, and and then and so that was the first part of the video that they showed us, and then the second part they keep talking about deserts and in your brain. Like it, I if I don't know about you guys, but it that like I it hit my brain and then my mouth felt like really dry. Like I don't know if that's what was like planned for it, but like there it, it made my mouth really dry. And then they gave you a little cup of water and they're like drink out of it, mm-hmm. and and it was like and it was like oh and then they're like that's what God feels like is like when your mouth feels so dry and then you have that little water and it is like the best thing ever like like you like when you're doing sports or whatever and then you're like super thirsty and you drink that water and it feels like the best thing ever it's it i feel like they explained it really well that's what god feels like it's like and that's when you're in that drought and then once you have that drink of water it was like it's like the best thing ever um, I thought with the experience that like the cinematography was amazing mm-hmm. to sit there and watch. And I think half of it was even just looking at it and being like, wow, like this is what to live in God feels like and looks like. Like this is thing, all things that God created to be perfect and in his image and all the the people and the animals and the like in the, the, the earth that you saw and the stuff that like kind of got you immersed in like what we were doing. And then to kind of lead that into, okay, now take the human emotions that you're feeling, put them into words, into things that you want God to transform within your life. And then, you know, you kind of took like a post-it in the next bit and you had to kind of put that on a wall. And it was amazing to like look out at this wall that would have at the end had 10,000 post-it notes Mm -hmm. on it, which is crazy. And to see these are 10,000 things that people are giving to God, like right here in this room. So it was just kind of cool to see that happening and like being in the process of happening with all the people you were in with. And then to go from that to a deeply like, you know, spiritual and metaphorical, like giving your life to Christ, giving your grievances and your problems to Christ, where we had to take the cup of water that we were given at the end and toss it, like not the whole cup, toss (laughs) the water into like the... The I mean, bay. yeah, into yeah. Well, the, the bed, yeah, and in, back into the water. Return it to God and just say, "I'm, I'm letting go. I'm, I'm giving this to God." And to kind of like allow yourself to be cleansed in that manner was like really cool. 
It's that time of year again. We're getting ready for the churchwide picnic. It will start at 4 p.m. on Sunday, August 6th. Come prepared for some group games with maybe some water balloons or an egg toss. Try your hand at cornhole and a little mingle bingo. Oh yeah, there will be prizes. We're giving away a $75 gift card to the new eatery in Johnstown, Ghost Rider Public House. Also, a $50 gift card to Wits and $25 to Troyers. This churchwide picnic is getting a little wider this year because we're all packing up and heading to Lenly Hannah's Memorial Park in Johnstown. We're planning to sing a couple worship songs, officially install Nick Shaner as the Johnstown campus pastor, and welcome several new members into the Shepherd family. I almost forgot, there'll be food at this picnic too. The church will supply burgers, hot dogs, and bottled water, but we need your help for the rest. If your last name starts with A through M, we're asking that you bring a salad or side dish. N through Z, you have the important task of bringing desserts. Mark your calendars now. Churchwide Picnic, August 6th at 4 p.m. at Len Lee Hannah's Memorial Park in Johnstown. Don't miss it. Can we move on to the last session for Saturday? Dr. Carla Sundberg came up to preach, one of our general superintendents in the church, and she was incredible. Yeah. And I mean, I've I've been I've went to school. I studied the Bible in school. Like I've been around. I've never heard the message that she brought to us. I, it was incredible. So she preached out of Exodus thirty-eight, and it was about the women who um, kind of stood watch at the, the tent um, where God's presence was, but that they were still wearing the mirrors that they were given that were given to them by the Egyptians, and these mirrors were basically vanity mirrors to, to make sure they looked good before they would go into the presence of God. They were they were these things that they were holding on to from the past, and they were focused on themselves and not on God. And what the story ends up talking about is that um, they give these mirrors, and they are melted down into a basin um, that is used to cleanse before you go into God's presence um, and I've never, never studied that part of the Bible. I've never mm-hmm. heard a message like that. So let me, I just want to hear what your guys' thoughts were about, about this, about the message, the story, about her story and kind of how she kind of wrapped it into yeah. what we were talking about. I thought it was kind of like interesting. Cause like, I mean, especially with the mirrors, like, I don't think, I don't think I ever knew that. I mean, like, and I, don't go wrong. I don't get into Exodus too much, but like. I've read Exodus, you know, and like, I just, I don't think, maybe I've like skipped over it, but I've never seen anything about like those like mirrors. And I mean, like, I feel like we're kind of like, as humans, I feel like we are kind of like self-absorbed. And I mean, I know I, I completely fall to it all the time. Like, and I mean, yeah, even, even with Elizabeth just did with like the phones, like, you know, and I mean, we were talking about it with the idol series we're currently in, in the youth group. Um, like things, like I think, what was it that you were saying? How we have to like, if we can't live without, if we feel as though we can't live without it, we're putting it above God. And I feel like I feel like she just kind of like emphasized that, like the women who were going in there, and like no shame to them, because like you know I'll I'll still be there dressed up 
on Sunday morning, like, but like just doing it, doing things for God instead of doing it for yourself, I feel like it just, it kind of like humbled me a little bit, like being like, oh, well, I could probably do this instead of this. And they're like, just like, it really gave like a change of heart. She also kind of talked about how we don't wear mirrors anymore to church, Mm -hmm. but we carry around mirrors all the time. And she's talking about her phones and how our screen time is like skyrocketed, especially in like our generation Mm -hmm. with teens um, and like young kids who are growing up in a generation of technology where it's like, that's the whole focus. And that sometimes we need to put our phones down and give our time to God instead. Um, I thought that was really cool. This kind of wrap up of her message was says this, says the waterfall is there for you to jump into the fullness of what God is asking you to become. There's the unknown and God will work out all you fear if you simply leap. The mirror, the basin, and the bronze are all asking the question before you leap. What are the mirrors that you have that you hold, and what are they reflecting? Maybe it's the call to ministry. So leap. Yeah, and I mean, even just like, yeah, I feel like I keep coming back to like these little like things that they have on the little papers. But like the way it says the call requires us to trust, step out with God despite unknowns. And I think the thing that really hit me was faith is more than thoughts. Like, I feel like you always hear it, like, actions speak louder than words. But it's like, I mean, they truly do. Like, and I mean, I feel like even back to the whole, like, we're so young thing, like, I feel like sometimes it does kind of, like, I feel like a lot of us as teenagers and as kids who are in, like, the kids' ministry and whatnot, we're put in this box of, like, oh, hey, they haven't experienced hardship. And I mean... Like, nobody, I'm not going to say, eh, no, nobody knows your story 100% other than God and you, I guess. Schooling through COVID was pretty crap. <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. But, like, I mean, just, like, it really is more than our thoughts. And, I mean, who said it? I think it was Rob McCorkle during Revival um, talking about that whole, like, three-second rule. Like, you give yourself three seconds to do it. And I mean, it's like, you can talk yourself out in three seconds. Or it was like five seconds. It was something. It was three seconds. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I don't know how long it was. But, like, I mean, I feel like we all completely, and I know I'm so guilty of this. I'm the biggest overthinker. But it's like, I mean, when you get in your head, you, like, God can't work. I, like, obviously he can, but, like, it's like, you, it's like, Yeah. She, I also like how she, um, oh, did you want to go? No. Okay, sorry. Um, she also um, didn't want to, I, I, I just, I, I'm sorry to keep going back to this. I just think that the, um, how she did not, her, her brain was set on not being a nurse was crazy because I feel like um, most of us have been like in that position of like, I'm, I'm, I want to go do something like here. I'll give an example of myself. I, I, I wanted to um, I start a restaurant like with my dad and stuff. And and then um, like a year ago, it was just like 
uh, I think that God's calling me to uh, ministry and uh, teaching. Mm-hmm. So th- that's what I have to do now. I, like I, d- like she didn't know her. Like I feel like we don't know our future until God says so, right? Like mm-hmm. in whatever the future that He has planned for, I think that's going to be better than whatever we're thinking. So. Uh, and the fact I think the fact that was so cool was that she. She wasn't like she didn't want to be a nurse, but she did anyway. Like she yeah. she powered through it, and her roommate helped her like throughout that first year of college um, to overcome her, like her fear of like needles and like blood and stuff like that. But like she God wanted her to be a nurse so that she could go to the other side of the Berlin Wall mm-hmm. and help um, where she couldn't when she was younger. Like there was a purpose for each of us, and she was like. She wanted to go into ministry, but she didn't realize that becoming a nurse was that ministry. And then she realized that later, and I thought that was really cool. Pastor Eric Samuel Tim kind of wrapped up NYC, and he what he really did was kind of um, just, it was a culmination of all the messages, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he talked about how, we the whole me- Obviously, we've talked a lot about water. It was kind of the theme. Overflow was the theme. Yeah. It was all about water. That, that water can be power and life and community, and that God is power. God is life. God is community. And then he gave us basically a challenge to take this and take it home with us and to do these things in our homes, in our schools, in our neighborhoods, in our friend groups, right? So let's, yeah. let's talk about that talk about what what you remember from it and kind of what stuck out to you i liked how the um i don't maybe i'm looking too deep into this stuff but uh well i usually do that but like i always it it was it was i like the water seemed like like a like god and his like in the holy spirit and stuff and he was pouring it into the buckets that i feel like represented the person Yeah. yeah but the but the um but the pool, because it was hard to see, but they were standing in like a little kiddie pool, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and that was like their 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 uh, their their life. Like the yeah. pool represented their life, and and it was overflowing into their life, not just the person, but into like school mm-hmm. and and like family stuff and friends and stuff. It like just overflowed into, yeah. and and I'm using overflowed too. <laughs> so it's like, but that's what it was. It was yeah. you like. I mean, it's what yeah. it's, you are a container yeah. for God's love, and you are meant to overflow, right? The yeah. love that God has for you, that he's given to you, is not meant just for you, but to overflow into your home, into your school, into your community, to your workplace. That's the that's everything we had talked about kind of led to that conclusion mm-hmm. Sunday morning. And I loved, I loved what he had to say talking about my hope becomes restored an empty bucket is now full and it's like i mean really like our hope is truly and i mean i know this is kind of like basic knowledge but like our hope is truly it's like it's not only found but it's restored in jesus the fact that he he took an excerpt Mm -hmm. of each of the Mm -hmm. messages before him and like stated them in order Mm -hmm. of like the puddle, then rain, then river, then like waterfall, then overflow. And mm-hmm. I think the way he like took it all and like summarized it. Yeah. 
and then just added a little bit yeah. more to and go it, home. It was a sending yeah. service. Like it was yeah. a yeah. service to commission you mm-hmm. yeah. to take this with you and to overflow in your school and in your home and your community. Like mm-hmm. it was a place where you as teenagers were commissioned to go and mm-hmm. do this. Yeah, I loved how they did the, what was it called? It was the... The benedictions. Yeah, the benedictions. I loved that. Mm -hmm. They did that at camp meeting as well. And I was like, I was like, I was so, I just, I really loved that. By the end of the week, we all knew it. Yeah, Yeah, I loved how they got students to do it. Yeah, it was pretty The students to do the benediction. I thought that was so cool. All right. Well, they picked me. And then... (laughs) That was NYC. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up because we've been here. I mean, for three whole days, we've been here recording podcasts. In the same clothes. Three whole days. Yep. Totally. Joey hasn't let me out of the basement yet. It's my birthday, guys. Well, guys, we're really thankful that you got the opportunity to go to something like this. And um, is some you would recommend to the next the next ones who get the yeah. opportunity? Oh heck yeah! Yes. Yes. I would literally never miss it. Recommend. Salt yeah. Lake City. Recommend Salt Lake City. Yeah, AJ's coming as a volunteer. Yeah, I would literally Salt Lake City, Utah, yeah. yes. 2026. It's coming for us. Also, this is our plug. If you thought this was fun, and if you love teenagers, now is your chance to sign up to be a youth leader. We are taking as many as we can get this school year. Oh so also teens. If you enjoyed this, you get to experience this every <laughs> Wednesday and maybe get to go to NYC. But Bring don't let kids. that be the only reason you sign yeah. up to be a youth leader. Yeah. But, but yeah. And also say Although Salt Lake City is pretty cool. Yes, if you're a teenager listening, come join us for midweek, 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday nights. And I'll Gerber give you $5. on Sunday, yeah. 6 p.m. We're, $5. We're taking a break for now. Yeah. But we are um, resuming we in August when school starts. So. Which is and literally like two in a few weeks, weeks away. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Thankful for you for listening. Thankful for my friends for coming and hanging out these last couple of episodes. If you need any more information about what's going on at Shepherd, you can do so by finding it on our website, social media pages, through the app. Uh, this has been a great conversation. If you want to know more about NYC, we're going to post the links to some of the different talks in the description so you can see that. But thanks for listening. Have a great day. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehenna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.